mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 343. I love the palindrome episode. Um, of there's no place like ten there's no place like Tara. I almost said there's no place like tendrils. We'll get to that in a yep. second. There's no place like the AKAs itching to get out of my face. Uh Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I'm Nixie. And I am Grace. Welcome back. We had a little bit of a week off. Yeah, things got out of control last Look, week. The world's Barbie took the world by storm. Yeah. And no time was left for anything but that or Oppenheimer blowing up everything. Exactly. We well we didn't do we didn't do uh Barbenheimer in like a single day, but we have done Barbenheimer. We're, as of now we're done. We've done yes. it. Uh today though, we're watching Stargate Universe, season 2 episode 5. Cloverdale, not Cloverfield. Yeah. AKA the one where Scott needs therapy. <laughs> um, yes. Mine is just kinky tendrils. I love it. Creepy <laughs> kinky tentacles. Creepy tentacles. That's pretty appropriate. Uh, listen, Creepy kinky tentacles. These tentacles do not know anything about consent. No, they really don't, do they? No. These are not like the avatar tendrils, which no. are like romantic. Mm hmm. I still find them creepy. They're and they're not even like like Last of Us yearning tendrils. <laughs> no, there's definitely some Last of Us vibes in other places. There are some Last of Us vibes in there's other places. There's a fungus among us. Uh huh. Um, look, I, I we could get into our week, but the reality is Barbenheimer. The, the week was Barbenheimer, uh-huh. and I will say, uh-huh. spoiler free, um. I thoroughly loved Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a Nolan fan on average, mm-hmm. but this was uh, beautifully, beautifully done. Uh, I wish there was more Feynman, but that's because I just am I just don't know Richard that Feynman. the tone of the movie called for no. more bongos. No, it didn't. <laughs> but that's the type of film I'm here for. Sure, yeah. <laughs> because, no, I... because I don't know if I've shared this, but, um, well... Carl Sagan is obviously one of my most fascinating people on earth. Richard Feynman is not overly far below that. Yeah, yeah, not far behind. <laughs> um, I'm going to steal a line from husband Jesse. Mm-hmm. He said, Barbie is one of the, what do they call it? He didn't use the word seminal because I think that's my word, but one of the seminal movies of the 21st century. Barbie was so fucking good. That's it. That's all we got to say. I can't, I can't. I still have not been able to fully process like everything I experienced with Barbie. It definitely captures the zeitgeist of our time. Uh, yeah. Um, look at me using big words today. Such big words. It's almost like I got a full night's sleep or something. <laughs> yeah, there's, it, it is. So it is perfectly quote worthy, meme worthy. You can write papers on it. I can't wait to see it multiple times through multiple lenses. The yeah, the number of close reads that I want to do. Like I want, I wish I were back in school right now mm-hmm. in my creative writing courses just to do some close reads on Barbie and to sit in a room with other people and all of. The- I know everybody's got the same yeah 
opinions, but I'm excited. Well, and my other thing is, um, I, upon, you can see Greta's influence of, like, the 50s musicals and everything that I'm such a fan of, just in terms of- Oh, sure, yeah. Just in terms of how Barbie Land is constructed. A couple of the dance breaks. Well, I'm not even talking about, like, the dance breaks and everything. I'm talking about physically, like, how the set was built. Yeah, Barbie Land is a 50-cent piece. And I think, yeah, and that's by design, because that's where Barbie lives. That's, so it's just- yeah, you, we had we had a classic ballet in the middle of the movie. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love, I enjoyed Barbie more. But Oppenheimer like got in my soul in a different way. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to enjoy Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely. I mean, it, it was. So that is the feeling I get from most horror movies that I watch. Yes. And that's why I watch them. Yes. To scratch that part of you that just needs to feel it a little this bit. This is bad. my version of that. Um, and then I will share this and I don't mind sharing this publicly because I've already shared it with husband Jesse. Yeah. Um, Florence Pugh yeah. in Oppenheimer yeah. made me question my place <laughs> on the spectrum of sexuality. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You didn't, you know, no one is expecting to go into Oppenheimer and have, like, such steamy scenes. It's just so beautifully broken of a human being. Yeah. Okay, and we'll leave it there. Yeah. And, oh, no, the most important part that came out of this is um, Halloween costumes. Oh, for sure. Because our Drakey boy is going to be just Ken. Just Ken. And... Puppenheimer. Puppenheimer. <laughs> Destroyer of Worlds yep. is going to be my Stormo. Yes. And then, now, I'm open to changing this, but I really like Kaylee as Ugly Barbie. Kaylee, Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie. She's not ugly. That's right. Weird She's Barbie. She's Weird Barbie. Um, Kaylee, may, Kaylee may not be preppy enough for that. For Weird Barbie? Yeah. she. We. I'm open to it. Okay, okay. I'm okay. here for it. Uh-huh. Um... I feel like Kaylee, her Halloween costume might just be the existential dread of possible. <laughs> nu- yeah, she is the nuclear bomb. Yeah, she's think, fission. Yeah, I think Kaylee might just be fission for Halloween. I feel that's more appropriate to her I soul. Love it so much. She's the sonic embodiment yes. of. That's what I feel like. I love this might for her. Be like her place in Halloween. I love this journey for her. Because it's, it's very, you you watch you enjoy those the horror films for like itching that thing. This weird like I don't know what's a physics dread. Like that's just questioning of science like the moral ambiguities of science. I think that's my version of it. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. October 26th. <laughs> 2010. Yep. Written by Brad Wright, directed by Alex Chappell. This was actually filmed in a town called Cloverdale. This is an actual, this definitely felt like a set piece. This is an actual town. That's adorable. It's a suburb of Vancouver. Makes sense. It was actually also the main street for Smallville. Oh, I love it. Which makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, and the nineteen the, the two thousand and six holiday film Deck the Halls. Okay. Okay. Yep. And an Andy Samberg film Red Hot. 
And probably a bunch of Hallmark films, I'm guessing. And some episodes of Supernatural. Okay, okay. So what you're telling me is we need to go visit Cloverdale. I mean, clearly. Yeah. yeah. We need to do a Vancouver tour. I've been saying that for Like, years. we need to do that. Yeah. All, the whole that, fam. That'll be what we do to We're going to take celebrate. the entire, including the puppos. Yes. That would be insane. We're not taking the puppos. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but we are taking the fam. We'll take cutouts of the doggos. Yeah, yeah. We'll take FaceTimes with the doggos. Uh, it's a very popular town. Oh, yeah. And the final song of this episode is, I'm going to butcher this. Uh, it's a Bach piece. Oh, okay. Aeroso. Aeroso. I don't know. Aeroso. I'd have to see it written. A-R-I-O-S-O. A-R- it's Bach. I-O. Arioso? Sure. Arioso. Arioso! We start on a bus. Someone's yelling. There's so many people yelling. So, uh, can we take a minute? Yep. Here's here's the thing that I love. Right off the top. That Yeah, Im- immediately. We start with the bus, and uh-huh. we know we're in a bus. Yeah. Why do we all know that we're in a bus? Like, how ingrained? Is this an American thing? Is this internet? Like, why do we all know that feeling, that bus sound? I, I don't know. But because we know it's, it's like, a bus. immediately, you know, it's a bus. And I don't know what kind of weird existential moment I was having this morning. But <laughs> I was like, why do we all know that? How crazy is Especially it that we just know it's bus? Especially because context for this show. It bus. It yeah, bus. It, it just, it bus. You okay. bus, bro? And bus. Uh, my job is bus in, <laughs> my job is beach <laughs> sorry listen scott's job might be beach <laughs> scott is i'm Kenuff. not saying scott is oh my Kenuff. god is the aka scott is Kenuff? i think that's our aka scott is Kenuff. scott is Kenuff. i'm not saying scott is ken i'm kind simply of, kind of is though i'm 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 leading you to make your own decision Okay, that's then that's enough of that. Sorry. So okay. We're in the small town that Scott calls home, Cloverdale. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just forgot what happens immediately after they get off the bus. So we're back on Earth. We're thrown off. Right, right. We're Scott in the little town. Is looking for his We've dad. We got bad haircuts. We got bad haircuts. They get off the they get off the bus. Uh-huh. We see Young and Eli on the other side of the road. We're a little the field confused. trip bus, if you will. Yes. Yeah. And as Scott jogs over to them, he is just straight up hit by a car. <laughs> Looney Tunes style smashed under a and fucking thrown, Yeah. Fucking thrown. Across the street. Yeah. He lands, but we're not on Earth in Smallville anymore. We're on a planet. Uh Uh-huh. And Scott's in trouble. Yep. He's in pain. He's got, like, blue gunk. Yeah. Blue crystal fungus gunk. It's the fungus, yeah. Um, It's the cordyceps. They're coming. Growing up his arm. Yep. And it's so bad, he's just begging for TJ to cut his arm off. Yeah, just kill me now. Yeah. And I get that Chloe's stressed. She has... Shall we say uh, an overattachment, little codependency? The codependency threads are thick. <laughs> They're like nautical rope between these two. Um, but yelling for TJ to try something else not going to help. Hey, things. that's you're you're super not helpful. She is the the person in all the medical dramas I watch, the family <laughs> member that they're like, get him out of here. Yeah. You're not get him out of this room. Yes. And uh, a good chunk of our usual people here, including Rush, Greer is looking out, watching for something in the jungle, uh-huh. and Rush knows it's best to keep moving. Yep. 
So back in Cloverdale. Back in Cloverdale on Earth. Uh-huh. Um, we now understand that this is his brain coping with shit. Yay. And he wakes back up to his dad, yep. quote unquote, which is young. Flag on the play. Flag <laughs> on the play. That's the first red flag of the play. Yeah. <laughs> Yelling at the guy who hit him, Brody. Yeah. And Scott ensuring everyone that he's fine. Mm-hmm. It was just a minor toss across the street ordeal. Basically a rag doll in the line, don't worry about it. They bounce at this age. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> at what age do you stop bouncing? I feel like at what age did you start bouncing? <laughs> I-, <laughs> I don't think there's any age that's a good age to be thrown to across bounce. the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we learned that Eli is filming all of this. I will share that when I was little, I was in a shopping cart, uh-huh. like like baby size, mm-hmm. like not... Like still like in glowworm size, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you don't know glowworms, Google Google the eighties. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But my I was in a shopping cart and my sister wanted to drive the shopping cart, but she uh-huh. was very short. Yeah. She was very small. Yeah. And so she knocked over the shopping cart and trying to grab the handle. <laughs> and then I rolled out and I was fine. I and I was just in my little glowworm state. Yeah. Pretty sure I dropped my brother and I yeah. said my first brought him home. There He's was fine. one time my brother rolled between the bed and the nightstand. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of hanging out there. Yeah. And then I didn't tell my mom because I was supposed to be watching him. <laughs> but I was also eight. Yeah. Okay, that's all. It's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, introductions are made to Ron, which is weird. It's yeah. just rare. Yeah. Uh, Scott's best man. Yeah, I don't like that anybody's being called by the first names nope. today, not and that's man. not going to happen for me. Nope. Besides the people who Except we for normally... Eli and Chloe. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. TJ, we call... Yeah, I'm not calling her Tamara. No, or Tamara. Tamara. Yeah. No. Um, so in this dream, Eli is Chloe's brother, uh-huh. which that's that a seems whole... appropriate for Scott's brain, like because he's zero threat. Exactly, zero threat. <laughs> uh, who took himself out of the running for best man because a documentary is his wedding gift, mm-hmm. and Chloe would be here, but something about a dress because this is one day before his wedding. Yep. Um, this is a wedding episode in a weird yay. way. Um, I wrote Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> but I abbreviated it. And and here's this whole thing is interesting. The whole thing is like, oh, God, why? like the cringe factor is real. Yeah. But all I can focus on is that JFC looks like KFC. <laughs> and now I want chicken. <laughs> the cringe. The cringe in this episode. Yeah. Is is high mm-hmm. it's weekend wedding he is scott is a hallmark movie we've had some cringeworthy episodes of yeah. stargate in different ways yeah this is a whole new stargate cringe this is yeah this is a yeah this is a the hallmark episode cringe but it's not even like i get <laughs> If you are engaged to someone who is deployed overseas, that sometimes if he's if once they're able to come back for a wedding, things have to happen quickly. But damn. Yeah. So, Scott. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's it's all catching up to me. Scott is unconscious again on the planet. They start moving him. Chloe wants to make sure that TJ can help him get back to the ship. And, like, all this will be fixed once we're on the ship, right? Everything's fine once we're on the ship. And Rush is like, yeah, he's not going back to the ship no, like this. this is how we all die. 
And TJ knows this and explains that the the blue fungus goo mm-hmm. spreads on contact. So we can't necessarily put that into an enclosed yeah. ecosystem. His arm is basically blue meth. Yes. He's not coming back no. to the ship. And in a very interesting move, Greer hands his rifle to Chloe. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. And Eli and Volker and him start carrying Scott through the jungle. Yeah. And Greer's like, Eli, go faster. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and Rush is going to run ahead and call the ship and get supplies back. Yep. And somewhere in the jungle, we are here, Cordyceps hissing. Yep. Yay. Everything's fine. Um, back home in Cloverdale, mm-hmm. there's a great moment that Eli is talking about his temp track uh, and wanting Kiefer Sutherland voice. Yeah. And I'm like, that just dates this real good. Yeah. Well, it's such an odd reference. That's like, it's 24. I know. Yeah, yeah. But it's just such an odd reference when you take it out of its time. Yes. You're like, why? Like, it took me far longer than it needed to Mm. to realize why that's who we wanted. Yeah. And Greer looks back at him like this, like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Okay, dude. Yeah. I will say, Young gives Scott his room and and Greer is going to be in Scott's room. And I'm like, that's fine. One of these two, give Greer the couch. Yeah. The line that Scott should be in the nice bed because he's the, the fiance and then the joke about having sex in your dad's bed. I'm just nope on I all of that. Yeah, I don't want any part of this house at all. No. <laughs> also, this house itself is creepy, right? Yes. The house is creepy. It is. Okay. It is creepy, but it is. It feels very small town mid-america this is where i wrote this house is weird mm-hmm. it's also old mm-hmm. it needs a decorator mm-hmm. somebody get bobby burke yes all of those things are accurate yeah but i've been in houses like this oh god and they're just they're real it, it, they are okay they are i'm gonna not be judgmental californian right now it's very it's mid- very homey yes it's also we don't know how I feel long. like it, it smells like a casserole. We don't know. How, yeah, there's hot dishes <laughs> in here, yo. We do not know how long Young has been living here alone. Fair, fair. Since he doesn't seem like a man whose focus is style. No. Yeah. He's got a lazy boy with duct tape on the holes. Yes. And yeah. I will also say, considering there are some connections we will get to between Dream Young and Real Young, I have a hunch he does not spend many hours at this house. No. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm more I'm more on the, like, Greer is fine on the couch. Yeah. Give Scott Why his are you own room. doing musical chair beds? And don't give your son your bed I- because he has a fiancé. Look, I'm not yucking anyone's yum, but I don't want to fuck in my parents' No! Bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No! So Scott asks what the plan is, because uh, he's thinking there's more for the evening, and Young is like, y- y- look, the plan is you get married, you start a family, you grow old, and you die happy. Oh, I hate it here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And Scott's like, I was ho- I was more referring to a bachelor party. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not uh, doing any of those things for Shit, you. Greer was supposed to do that, wasn't he? And all the guys looked at each other in this barely believable way. It makes sense now why some bachelor parties 
and bachelorette parties yeah. are such a desperate time. Yes. Because a lot of people really do believe that's the end of their life. Yes. Which is part of the cringe for me in this whole episode. Oh, I'm just nauseated by this entire thing. I know. Okay. Woo. <laughs> okay. So, um, but anyways, these if Scott had any had not just been hit by a car and didn't have a massive concussion, there's no way he'd believe any of these guys when they're like, oh, you're Chloe just wanted you all to herself tonight to catch a movie. You're getting married tomorrow. You can see her tomorrow. This sullen face of like, oh, but we can see a movie anytime. Basically. And Young's like, really? You don't want to see a movie with your fiance? No. Enter fiance, Uh who is the most bubbly, giggly version of Chloe we've ever seen. Yeah, it's the weirdest, cheesiest reunion. Also, somehow she's taller than the fridge. She, (laughs) there's some short fridges, okay? (laughs) She was the lead cheerleader, and he was the football quarterback, and you know it. Yep. Uh, they run to each other and make out like young logos haven't seen each other Uh in half a year or more, and this is where we're drawn to the fact that uh, the same location, the blue blob uh, that's eating Scott's arm in real life. He has a big old bruise there. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Also, even if it did happen, maybe don't tell someone that their fiance was hit by a car and thrown across the road the day before their wedding. Save that shit for later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that that needs to come up right now. Hey. That bride's got enough on her mind. Yes. Say something. He fell. <laughs> He's okay. Although, He's okay now. Share something because yeah. he does just pass out. So maybe tell her something's up, but maybe don't give the full play by play. Yeah, maybe don't. Yeah, ex- yeah, exclude the gory details. Like there is things Excuse that me, as I literally spill <laughs> juice on myself like a four year old. There was stuff that happened on our wedding day that they're like, "We'll tell you the we'll story tell you about later. that tomorrow." Oh, uh huh. Hundred percent. There was stuff that all of us were like, "We're gonna handle this, and no one's gonna tell Nixie." <laughs> Got it. Got it. That's for later over drinks. Yep. So, um, I do like that. Listen, the guy passes out. Blame it on times change. Yeah. He just came from Kandahar. He lost his yeah. Blame it on anything else besides He's the gate well, across yeah. the road. So in the gate room. On the Destiny, time's an issue. They're always on the clock. Yeah. Uh, they're getting as many supplies as they can out to the planet for TJ. Park runs to gather the medical things. Rush also wants hydrochloric acid and some alcohol and yeah. whatever you need to cut through bone. Yay. That's going to be fine. Also the Kino sled. Mm-hmm. So Scott wakes up, wakes up on, I can smell that couch. Yeah. I can smell it. Yeah. I know that smell. Blech. And everyone's just staring at him. I hate all of this. Don't worry. Eli got that all on video. Uh-huh. Um, he's like, why would I faint? I don't know. Maybe the time changed. Maybe you're hit by a car. Maybe you haven't eaten all day. Pick one. Yeah. Even here, you see the first parts of Scott being like, this feels weird. Yeah. I'm questioning my reality. I don't feel good about anything happening right now. And I feel like this isn't correct. And Young just telling him to keep on. You're fine. Yeah, pull keep it together. Keep calm and carry on. Mm-hmm. The movie. Wait. The, before yeah. we... I'm not skipping oh. this sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look. <laughs> we talked about this entire episode. The theme is nausea. Yes. The last thing I want... <laughs> As I wake up from passing out, mm-hmm. it's some fucking turkey sandwich. 
Give that me thing, some crackers. Listen, that sandwich. A ginger ale, maybe? Is is packaged ham, oh. American cheese, mayo and mustard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's on that sandwich. How about we calm the fuck down <laughs> and, and, and ease up a little? And mind you, I love a good sandwich. I love sandwiches. But not as I'm coming out of whatever the fuck he's coming no. out of. Okay, that's all. So the movie Scott and Chloe are going to see. Ah, uh, yes. It's... Made by MGM. It is made by MGM. <laughs> it's Cara Farfield. Yay. Uh, I'm... She's so sure that Scott's going to hate the cake. And Ugh. Scott has this... The one great idea he has this whole episode of like, hey, our wedding is one day. Let's think about the marriage part yep. after the wedding. How about that? <laughs> Jeez. It's one of those really sweet like small town theaters i can't yeah. say small town there was one of richmond like this oh my god sweet older theaters have one screen yeah i haven't been in a theater like the snow out that wasn't like an art house theater no. yeah um there's also an indication that the first time they came here there was heavy hanky panky and there that's kind of the goal again tonight mm. That's why you're taking your fiance away from his friends to make out. Literally, you have the rest of your lives for this, but whatever. What do it's, I know? It's fine. Well, we know in what, later, we know that she's basically stalling so they can get the party yeah, together. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and the movie starts MGM. Mm. I can't, I can't, I can't describe this film. I can't, you guys, you've seen it. Uh-huh. You watch this episode. You know this thing. It's like Hallmark meets bad, <laughs> skiffy, like old sci-fi with wise. What is, what, why version. am I, why am I forgetting the name of the fake Stargate show from SG-1? Oh, um, I forgot it too. With the teens. <laughs> Yep. I can't remember it. I just blanked on it too. Um this, Wormhole Extreme. Wor- oh, this is one. made by the same people that made Wormhole Extreme. Wormhole Extreme is a higher end version of this. <laughs> That's fair. I would watch Wormhole Extreme. I'm not watching this. This is the people from Wormhole Extreme, but they did not have a budget. Oh, it's <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's whatever whatever this movie is, is we're seeing like a version of how Scott got attacked. Yeah. And the sea of changing color flowers. I will say this, and this is an interesting question for me, because we don't technically know what happened to for the fungus plants, whatever, to yeah. attack Scott. So what I'm wondering is. This is a version from Scott's point of view where they just like, hey, you came close and I'm attacked you. And I wonder if in actuality. I think he trampled a plant. Exactly. Scott, like they felt threatened because of an action yeah, Scott did. I think he trampled in those military issue boots. Yeah. Anyway, Scott starts to freak out and continues to freak out. And at that point, yelling at the screen. Mm-hmm. And in the movies, the fungus starts to attack him. Again, protecting themselves the most and bites out at his arm as, like, Scott pulls out a knife. Yeah. And it's too much for Scott and he has to run out of the theater. Yeah. He's like, you seriously don't remember any of that happening. Chloe's like, what the fuck are you on? No, because I'm your brain. (laughs) Eventually they leave. Chloe has to go back for her bag and someone hands it to her and she's like, I can stall him for a bit, but we're going to be early. Yeah, this is going to take work and on screen not chloe's yelling at not scott to wake up while in tears yeah like doing her best to get that daytime emmy she's working it for sure Mm -hmm. 
on the planet rush comes up with the loaded Kino sled where they can transfer Scott onto and not have to carry him. The first thing they try is the venom that they got a long time Mm -hmm. ago. Um, And thankfully so far the fungus among us has not spread beyond his arm. Yeah. And, and it's not spreading to other people, which is interesting. Yes. Um, That we know of. Here's the thing that drives me nuts about this scene. Mm -hmm. As we're running, we -hmm. see, you know, quick shot of everybody. Chloe's hair is just walling out. Yeah. Who's going off planet with their hair like that? Has anybody with long hair ever done that? No. No. It's hot. It's sticky. It's bad. Yes. Like that shit's in a French braid like TJ's. It is a French braid. It is at the very coiled up on your head. Something. It is something in a ponytail. It's not hanging, sticking to your neck is what it's not it doing. It is shoved underneath a hat. Yeah. So something tells me they were fucking. <laughs> they were. Well, that's. Maybe that they were rolled onto. Yeah. They yep. rolled onto them. Yeah. That's yep. what's happening. That's how they got attacked. Yep. Ta-da. That makes sense. Okay. Um, Eli spots the bone saw and has a bit of shock and Rush is like, don't worry Don't about look that at yet. it too hard. Yeah. Don't think about it too Ooh. hard. Just let it happen. Yeah. Back in Smallville, Chloe and Scott are strolling since the movie didn't work out well. Uh-huh. Um, clearly there's something on Scott's mind after bailing from that film, but he clearly doesn't want to face it or discuss it. Instead, just wants to get a bite at Mr. Brody's. Yeah. To delay them, Volker pulls up. Oh, you mean the worst liar in the world? It is. This is coming from someone who is a notoriously bad liar. Yeah. This is so cringe. It's in a sweet way. Yeah. But it's. But he comes across creepy like, what the fuck are you hiding my falling over words trying to make small talk offering to call brody's to see if it's open and chloe looks so awkward yeah there's no way not to know something is up it's It's so odd that she can't even help like she's like i'm just gonna let you go (laughs) i don't know what you're doing you that's what you know that's that's called a nat one for persuasion he's doing the fake phone call thing even it feels like oh hi brody yeah how are you Oh, you're not open? It's like, give it two seconds for the person on the other line to pretend Oh, no, I fully think he called because that was code for, Uh, they're coming right now. That's fair, that's fair, So when we finally get to Brody's, the joke about it being packed, but everyone's just hiding is actually perfect. I'm actually here for that moment. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes, this is the surprise bachelor party. It did bother me that it's daytime. It's well well during Uh daytime when they go into the bar mm-hmm. and then he's like oh slow night and it's mm-hmm. like no it's not night though no that's a bad line yeah okay that's all i'm done uh this is if this had just like a, a like someone they went to high school with who's now dancing for them this would have been the most cliche bro yeah bachelorette party ever it was pretty awful Chloe's like, I've done my job. I delivered you to your bachelorette party. And hopefully someone is throwing her a party as well. I don't know who the fuck she expects that to do. Because TJ's busy being a paramedic. There's a lot of women on the ship that we don't see. And it's because they don't exist. Exactly. He's never thought about fucking them. Because the only (laughs) ones that exist are TJ, Chloe and and James. Yeah, that's it. Because he either has or has thought of fucking. Yes. Yep. Yep. The end. So there's no one left to throw Chloe a bachelor no, party. No, no other women exist in the world. It's saying something. I'm with Chloe. I get that this is Scott's party. Yeah. 
But if Nick had showed up hungover the morning of our wedding, would have kicked his ass. Well, again, that's why the bachelor party was two nights before. Exactly. And not the night before. Don't you don't have these parties the night before a wedding. Give yourself a fucking day to recover. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. And Young is trying to encourage them to get hungover. Yeah. Which comes back as again those tendencies yeah. that cross over between real and fake version of the character. Also this is someone who was hit by a car, has yeah. passed out multiple times. Maybe no alcohol. Maybe don't feed him Just alcohol. Just a thought. Just a thought. Just saying. For Just... his actual health. Jesus. I'm so glad I'm not at this party. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate I would hate everything about yeah. this. Yeah. It's I think and then here's the worst part. Like, here's where I really first was like. Scott fucking needs therapy. Yeah. Because the, the toast that Young makes in Scott's brain. Oh, my God. My son. Oh, my God. My boy. It's like, dude, you got some daddy issues you got to figure out. Yeah. This is your boss. Yeah. This is your boss. It's. I. Scott. Yeah. You. um Get help. Yes, please. On the planet, nothing is working, and they've pissed off the tentacle monsters, and they're getting closer, and they're following the vibrations of the crew running through the jungle. Um, It's not reacting to the venom, the acid, so sadly, Rush suggests the next option, amputation. I mean, you have to get to this choice sooner versus later. Yeah. Right? Like, you can't wait too long. Nope. Like we did. (laughs) So Chloe tries stopping this that he wouldn't want to lose his arm and Rush is like, really? Would a person, uh, I'm pretty sure a person would rather give up a limb if it meant saving their lives. This is where Chloe should have gone. Have you ever watched House? <laughs> you should watch House. You should watch House. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And I'm also with Eli that you can't let that shit spread to the rest of the body. Yeah. But the tentacles are getting closer and closer and they only have 10 or 15 more minutes till they reach like until they reach where they are now. So mm-hmm. if they're going to do this, they might as well do it at the gate. Yeah. Instead of just at a random stopping point in the jungle. That's right. <clears throat> at the bar. Everything in this episode is worth the shot of Greer dancing a few drinks in. Uh, um, quote, dancing. <laughs> quote, unquote, dancing. Uh-huh. Everything is worth that. Yeah. It is not worth the Michael Bay shot of James? No. <laughs> this... Yeah. <laughs> it, I recently watched I don't, yeah. an early Transformer film. This is a thousand percent a Michael Bay. She shot. may be wearing an actual outfit from Yes. Yeah. Yes. But what else are you gonna do when you're, I guess, trying to make tips as a small town waitress? Everyone everyone is a few drinks in. Mm-hmm. Um this is the end of the night. Greer is slurring, claiming that he's been a good man, a strong man, an angry man, but he's never been called the best man until now. And clearly, while we've gotten this this feel before, it is clear that Scott is not in the headspace to get married. No. Because he's freaking out and even being called a groom. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't do this today. Also, what tips us off that he's not ready to get married is that he is so shamelessly flirting and hitting on James. I have to give, I do have to give credit to James in this Oh, version, her reaction is like, the best. Okay, fine, mm-hmm. motherfucker. <laughs> Let's Call go. Call your bluff. 
Yeah. You mealy mouth piece of shit. Who even here in his dreams, uh, they've had a fling before and he has 19 whole hours of freedom left, which is considering, you know, it's fairly late because we know the wedding is until seven the next yeah. day. Yeah. Jeez. Eli has that whole part on film. As Chloe's brother should have serious problems with what he, he just witnessed. He should be more upset. Should be in his face about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I can only imagine what my brother would have done if he had seen something like yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it wouldn't have been caught on tape. Mm-hmm. So, Young and Greer have to drag Scott's drunk ass home, mm-hmm. helping him walk. And thankfully, since none of these motherfuckers should be driving anywhere, mm-hmm. David Telford is there. The town cop. The town sheriff. Of course. To take them home. Thankfully, he calls them out on how much of an idiot they all are. He gives them a wedding present, a sober driver. Yeah. Here's what I wrote. Thankfully, the majority of them are white men, so the cop gives them a ride home. Yes. Sorry. A a ride home. (laughs) And not elsewhere. It's fine. I'm I'm Listen, I'm fine with that. It's accurate. It's me being glib. Okay. You're in a small town. Uh, yeah. On the drive, Telford asks the younger guys what it was like overseas. Since then, it was boring. Of course, most of them, you know, most of them, most people would hope not to see action, but Gru sees it as a waste of his abilities. Yeah. And Telford has a really interesting response. His he looks as that attitude is going to get you killed. Yeah. But the way David phrases it, guys like you usually get themselves killed. Greer clearly takes in a much different way. Yeah. And it is such an interesting way of having Scott's brain interpret yeah. the conflict that existed between Telford and Greer for mm-hmm. real. That's kind of I kind of love that. It's yeah. really smart. Yeah. And thankfully Young's like, let's not do that here. Yeah. Let's not continue. How about don't? <clears throat> And I'm, just I'm just like, standing because of my shoulders. That's fine. Hurts. And just like Barbie out of the middle of nowhere asking if anyone else has thought about <laughs> dying, Scott just asks everyone, did you ever wonder what's real? Yeah. <laughs> because he just keeps thinking he's someone else and he's not himself. I don't feel like me today. And it's like, yeah, oh. booze, can, booze can fuck you up. I, that's usually not booze's job, though, is to have <laughs> you having those deep, weird thoughts. Depends on who you are. I feel like other things make you have those thoughts. I think it depends on who you are. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like I've had these type of conversations a couple <laughs> drinks in a couple times. Okay, that's fair. Because I just get more me. So if I'm going to sure. have those conversations sober, yeah. I'm also probably going to have those conversations yeah, that's fair. while drinking. And they might be deeper. I'll give you this. Over a bottle of red, ri- red wine, sure. Yeah. Over fucking shots at a bachelor party. <laughs> All I'm thinking is bleh. Also, I'm not a normal person, though. No, it's fair. So, Scott claims he doesn't really drink. Um, either way, he's fucked up and Chloe's gonna kill him. Which, yes. And rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, Telford is the one who really blurs the lines here. Mm-hmm. And telling him that when he wakes up, he's going to feel guilty for things he's said or done. And some he won't remember. And you'll wonder if you ever felt like the person you used to be again. Yeah. And then we just see Scott pass out in his drunken sleep. 
yeah, I'm glad that he was able to take all that information in. Because I'm sure it was easy for his mind to put it together. His brain is going... So these are words I've heard. Yeah. I'm not... This is the last rows of the... <laughs> The final neurons doing their best yep. to just connect. Yep. And he's like, oh, I've been on a sleepy time now. On the planet, hopefully Scott really is out because no one wants to wake up in the middle of what they're planning. No. Oh, Cutting God. his arm off. Civil War style. So those were going to hold him down, get into place. And I'm like, Eli, you better you better learn how to hold his legs better than that because yeah. that's going to do jack shit. You're going to get kicked in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Those who can't watch leave and Rush goes to hold his arm. And no, this is not something TJ has done before. Please stop asking her if she's done things before. The Does answer it, is no. The answer is no. I've never been away from Earth doing fucking random ass surgeries, saving lives, watching people die, yeah. removing arms while pregnant, and then miscarrying a baby. No, none no, of it. None, none of, of it. it. I've ever never no. been here. With the first cut of the scalper, Volker's like, yeah, you might as well just stop. That's also, I feel like, again. yeah, even if you have cut an arm before... It's never the same. No. It's never easier. No. I don't know. Uh, but Scott's blood is blue. Yeah. So whatever this is is already in his bloodstream. There's no point. So they have three hours until Destiny jumps and they are fuck out of options. And mm-hmm. Rush puts it well that this is an enemy you can't fight. Yeah. Greer's like, the point. watch me, motherfucker. This is, but what, this is what I do. I'm barbarian average. <laughs> I have My three job hours. is fight. I will rage yeah. at these mushrooms. <laughs> um, they're going to be run over by tentacles in less than an hour. And there's one planet in range, but it's locked out. And it might be worse than this one. And Sir is like, I'm going to get my, some shit. We're going to fight this thing. My job is fight. My job is fight. Yep. I mean, he he does fight them well. Yeah. Uh, Chloe finds Scott passed out in... Young's back. This is how you want to wake up on your wedding day. I... This is a great fucking start to a marriage. <laughs> the fact that she doesn't call it right here. Yeah. Um. Of course he's drunk. Uh, what were you? What do you expect when you left him at his bachelor party the night before the wedding? Yeah, you literally walked him to this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? Um. And she's like, so. Is that why you do things because you're supposed to? Oh yeah, she's she she takes this opportunity of him being hungover mm-hmm. and unwell and mm-hmm. not quite awake, mm-hmm. and she's like, "This is the moment I want to have these really heavy, difficult yep. conversations with you." He's like, "Sometimes," and she's like, "Is that why you're getting married?" Hey, Yikes. I have a hunch. The answer is yes. Yep, yep. I have a hunch. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. She's like, you're not just coming back from war to marry your high school sweetheart because you're supposed to, because you think it's the right thing to do. And his face is blue screening. I feel like he has no answer. This is a conversation that should have been had when he asked her to marry him. She was too excited and too in the moment. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, there's been I know he's been overseas. Mm hmm. But there's been opportunities for this to happen. Or maybe when he comes back, don't have the wedding the very next fucking day. Maybe. Maybe take a week even. Hey. Maybe take. Yeah. Like, even if you're like, here's a week of festivities and we have a chance to talk. Yep. I would I would get also get super mad at his non-response. And yeah. saying your brain isn't working is not an excuse here. Oh. 
Yeah. I'm not even going into why he's being asked to go to talk to the Justice of the Peace about their vows alone. Uh-huh. And not, again, a conversation you should be having as a couple before the wedding. I'm going to say she's just that pissed that she's <laughs> like, I don't care. Uh, and also only today picking up his tuxes. Yeah, that part was a little much. Chloe, run. Yeah. Chloe, run. It's not okay, man. There are so many flags on the play that I've lost count. <laughs> it's just a, a used car lot of red flags. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the, the flaty, flaily arm people. <laughs> There's just red. And, and then he's holding red flags yes. on top of it. He's like red flags are like uh, shooting out of all of his limbs. limbs. Yep. <laughs> Aunt Destiny, Young and Parker walking and talking. And obviously there's time running out. Young would uh, want to do what he can to bring Scott back. Even, you know, even if he's not de-blued, de-shroomed. Yeah. But... The problem is they have no clue if it's contagious. Mm-hmm. And if the infection spreads, if this is how the tentacle mushrooms reproduce, even if they can get them into quarantine without issues, how long can they keep it there without breaking right. quarantine? It's, it's going to want to spread. That's, that's its job. Yeah. What if it spreads via air and they can't say for sure, which is the problem, is they can't let the tentacle part yeah. back onto the ship at all. No. Um, but... Just cut his arm and the cahoot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was um, bad. But, but Park is like, I just gave you all the information, but I don't want this decision to be on me because I, yeah. I don't want to be responsible for leaving. I really appreciate this part, this conversation where she's like, please don't put this on me. And Young is like, no, you gave me the information and this decision is mine. Mm-hmm. Yay. So on the planet, the thing that Guru needed mm-hmm. was his favorite flamethrower. <laughs> yep they've trenched themselves in built cover for themselves ditch and barricade this have to look pretty just get the job done they have to hold the gate for three hours yeah and young is sending a keynote through to get some drone intel it's digging ditches time this is his favorite time here's why Greer loves this because he's like i know what i can do here exactly here's what i can do i can't do jack shit nobody about can figure blue out mushrooms. yeah this is some fucked up shit <laughs> but you know what i can do i can flamethrower i can flamethrower and buy you brains time yep i figure. like that he's like i know what my strengths are yep and my strengths are not figuring out weird science problems yep my strength is making sure that you have the time to think about those weird yep. science problems. i'm gonna go over here and shoot things at 10 a.m., Scott shows up at Nicholas Rush, Justice of the Peace. <laughs> and I have a hunch. It's a very strong hunch that Scott is still hungover. Yeah. After the whole, you're marrying me. I mean, you're marrying me and my girlfriends. And Rush is like, damn, kid. Yeah. That's usually how that works. It's very weird and intense. Well, also this like sits down and goes, yeah, so we just want... You know, the usual wedding vows. The dearly beloveds. I'll take a number one, please. A number one in wedding vows. No. Oh. Listen, there is no, there is no problem if you choose to have some sort of, I don't think there's just quote unquote traditional vows, but if you choose to have, you know, the more commonly used vows, that's fine. Yeah. It's just the way that he's like, you know, the huge. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And of course, Scott's not all here. Um, it's definitely because of his hangover. Definitely not because he's having doubts. 
And then At Rush all. drops the bomb like father, like son. Yeah. Boom. This meeting with Rush is like, it's very Twin Peaksian. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Something weird's gonna happen. Like this whole episode is, but yeah. this scene especially. Scott does not like Ugh. Rush insulting his not father. He's yeah. like, my dad's a great man. And we get a little more of that life and dream like bleeding together. Yeah. Either way, traditional vows it is. Oh, but God. before Scott leaves, he admits that there is there is something else. This like feeling rush expands on it's like like something's not quite right right he's like yeah like something is wrong and he's feeling like he's losing it and every time scott talks to young he just says everything is great and you should be happy but scott can see something in young's eyes and he admits that he's scared yeah this line from rush i liked and rush is like look i'm not a great man yeah but i can tell you that Fear is one of those things in the world that proves beyond the shadow of a doubt that you're truly alive. Mm-hmm. And you're alive until you're dead. Yep. And yes, we all die eventually. Like, you're going to die. It's not it's over fine. till you're underground, baby. So seven o'clock then for the whole dearly beloved bit, which again is like, that's a late wedding. But sure. That is a late wedding. That's fine. I guess they're doing a dinner before, maybe? No, it's so you don't have to do dinner. Oh, so you don't do dinner. So it you're just, saves doing, just doing cake. Yeah, saves oh, costs. God, I'm so happy I did not do this. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's why I'm so nauseated during this whole episode. Because I'm just like, oh, God, planning wedding. No what, no what, no yeah. what. <laughs> Which, and I get, you know, some some people can't afford to have, like, a bigger wedding. And yeah. have meals and everything. But you can still do, like... A nice noon wedding with like tea afterwards and be good. Do us some snackums. Some yeah. snackums. Or or here's the thought. Don't have a big ass wedding. Don't, don't have, have a shit ton of people at the wedding. Dude, you can do a potluck. Yeah. You could have just immediate family and go to a nice dinner. Do a cookout. There are options, you know. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, maybe don't get married. That's maybe <laughs> start there. Maybe start with the... Do you want to be married? Not getting married right now, at least right now. Maybe wait a couple years. Catch your breath. Extend that engagement out to make sure you are both on the same page. Yeah. Um, On the ship, Young, Park, and Brody are watching the drone footage. And Mm. it's not good. It's kind (laughs) of a shit show. Yeah. Those tentacle plants are everywhere. Yeah. They're watching this just like, fuck. (laughs) And Park figures that we only see part of the organism and most of it underground, like a root system, and stays dormant until its prey gets close enough, reaches out, stings them, and they that prey survives just long enough to spread the spores. So we can't let that shit get on board. Yay, everything's fine. And we're not really sure if it's a plant or an animal or a plantimal. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I just wrote... Park, Brody, and Young. What the fuck is this? Yeah. So that's the majority of what happens Because, I mean, there. really, in some cases, the distinction between plant and animal. Woo! I like that it's a plantimal. It's a plantimal. <laughs> um, but the growth rates don't align with the laws of thermodynamics, so that part I found fun. It's a super plantimal. Plantimals. <laughs> I really want, like, the 90s 
early chapter book series on plantimals now. Oh god. Like yeah. animorphs? Yep, exactly like animorphs. Yes. What's your favorite plantimal? Mmm. My favorite plantimal. I'm gonna make one up. A cactodillo. Oh, see, and I was thinking more like my favorite plantimal is an ant. That's a good plantimal. Because an ant is a plantimal. I'm just gonna make one up. That's fine. Yeah. No, I like a cactimal. Cactodillo. A cactodillo? Yeah. Um <laughs> I thought it went in my head, but it sounded it didn't intend to sound dirty, but then it did. I'm ready it, for this. It, it was it's a fernipus. <laughs> okay, but he's really cute though. I know he's so cute. He is really because he's just like so long haired. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's he's a fernipus. <laughs> It is a fern platypus. There it is. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> because plat... Send us your favorite I mean, plantimal. Okay, I we can flip that because a platyfern is also a really cute name. A platyfern? A platyfern. I do like platyfern. Platyfern is really cute. Yeah. We'll do that instead of a fernipus. Yeah. Cactodillo. On the planet. Uh, they're ready for a fight. Yeah. They are so ready for a fight, and the tentacles are knocking at the gates and clearly showing that they are not fans of the flamethrowers that grew in others hand. Nope. So they're no holding like the fun. line. And Young gets- Love isn't always on time. You gotta hold the line. Love so- <laughs> isn't always on time. Hold the line. Dun, dun, dun. Do you think that's what Greer is singing to himself? Oh, he- Listen, the parts that we don't see, he has that over speakers. Yeah, I love it. Young gets DJ to change channels to talk to her in private and make sure that Scott is the only one infected. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has been taking, being careful. Here's my thing with the channel changing. Can't just everyone go to that channel? A thousand percent. I mean, my I would just be like, we're going to one. A thousand percent. Got it. We're all going to one now. <laughs> A thousand percent. Okay. Um, so she needs to be super sure that no one else is affected and anyone that is not on Greer's fire line is going to be sent through the gate. And yes, that does include TJ. Now, mind you, it takes a long fucking time for anyone else to go through the gate, but that's the plan. Yep. She obviously takes issue with this, but Young is like, no, I'm not losing you and Scott. That's not happening. Yeah. One or the other. Not both. And we've clearly lost. He's given up on Scott. (laughs) Yes. He's like, sorry, there's nothing we can do for him. Just everybody out. And TJ gets it. She doesn't like it, but she just, it's a triage situation. Yeah. And when she reaches Scott again, Chloe doesn't like the look on her face. Yeah. Um, she knows that Scott is dying and TJ doesn't say anything. Yeah. He's strong. So I mean, he's likely, not, not dying. Aren't we all dying? Listen, here's the positive. You most likely won't have to see him die because yeah. he's going to survive longer than we can stay Here's on the, the good bad part. He's going to live a long time for a dying man. <laughs> and Chloe announces that she's not going to leave Scott. Mm. And TJ's like, well, I got orders to send everyone back through the yep. gate. And that includes you. Sorry, not sorry. And they start debating her right to stay. And I'm like, Chloe, no. Yeah, you don't get to do that. And the gate- Although I'd be like, fine, we still haven't found a shit ton of food, and she's not proven to be super useful to anyone other than Rush, who's a dick. So it's like, fine, Chloe, stay here, sure. bye. bye. One less mouth to feed. Um, and this is the first time we've noticed that Chloe has a little blue patch on her shirt, mm. which take note of in the fake film earlier. Actually, we saw her get hit. In the yeah, spot, but not Chloe. 
So they carefully cut out that part of the shirt because clothes are precious on this ship. You might as well save the rest of the shirt. And there's yep. nothing on her skin. Interesting. And it must have been when Scott was also attacked. Mm-hmm. So they throw that part of the shirt down, let Greer burn it up. But weirdly and very disconcertingly, it does not burn very easily. Weird. Even the fabric part. Like yeah. a shirt should burn easily. Yeah. It's picked up the defenses of weird blue. It just takes Asia. a little extra fire to get going. Mm-hmm. And that is enough to get everyone through the Stargate now. Like, no one is a fan of any of this. Yeah. Buddy system, check for signs of blue cordyceps. Oh, wait, I just thought of a better plant, Amal. Okay. I don't know what to call it. Okay. Because it's a seaweed, but it's a sea otter. It's a, oh. Is it a water? I have a hunch you'd have to specify which type of seaweed because they do have different names. Well, and you kelp. go from there. Ooh, kelp. okay. Kelp, kelp, kelp. A sea, uh, a sea a kelper. A sea kelper. A sea kelper. That's all. We can just call it the kelpians. They're a species on Star Trek. Yes. I'm in. And they do have a lot of plant to them. I like that. Yeah. Because sea otters already love kelp. Yeah. Why not just be part of the thing you they're, love? They're okay. kelpians. And like actually, it. that would go very well with the kelpians of Star Trek. I'm happy. I like it. Yep. Okay. Um, so just get a little extra fire to burn that little piece of the shirt in the blue yep. goo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, buddy system, check for signs of blue goo. Everyone that's not playing with fire needs to go. And Eli does take a moment to, to you know, go to Scott. Uh-huh. Um, like him, I would be checking myself for four corkseps every 30 seconds. And <laughs> no one notices in all of this, Chloe heading out, leaving the group and holding her hand. Up to the tentacles yeah. like some fucking Romeo and Juliet bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's not great. But I, I'm going to be real honest. I can't say I wouldn't do it. Mm-mm. I might do that. Mm-mm. I might do it. Mm-mm. Look, living through what Chloe's lived through, specifically, mm-hmm. after that whole bullet wound healing thing and knowing that she's fine, I would have to test it. I'm I'm not I'm not on team tested. Uh yeah. As a person whose D and D character will touch anything. Yeah. I don't even know if my D and D character would touch this one. I think I have the same codependency threads that Chloe does <laughs> at the end of the day. Whereas I'd be like, my therapist really- somewhere is like, oh, I just felt Grace get something whereas, out of the universe. Whereas. whereas- <laughs> My version of Chloe's like, yeah, that relationship wasn't going anywhere, so I ain't risking my ass for you. I love it. Uh, all the guys back in Smallville oh, right. are getting fitted for their tuxes hours before the wedding. I forgot about Cloverdale. And at this point, I'm pretty sure you're just seeing what shit they have in stock that fits They're you. They're like, here you go. This this looks like your size. You don't even have time to hem things at this point. Nobody's matching. But of course, everyone does look good dressed up. I will sure. Give them that. Seriously, everyone is noticing. The privilege of having a Hollywood-sized body. Yes. Yeah. Uh, everyone's noticing something's up with Scott. Eli's the one who calls him out on it. It's not just being hung over. And Scott's like, I'm fine. Mm. Eli tries calling bullshit on that. He's like, we've known each other for a long time. And he pulls that, you think you know me card? Yeah, I mean, but we do, though, because you're a pretty simple fucking man. He's like, you're not that deep, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It just ain't that deep, my man. So, um, 
And he doesn't say this part, but he should have. He goes, this is my sister. Yeah. I'll kick your ass. He, the whole one, you're not a one girl guy thing. Like, yeah. The fact that he doesn't react to that. It's like, mm, see, you kind of are. <laughs> I feel like any man who wasn't would be like, hey, yeah. fuck you. Scott interrupts and is like, look, I'm going to marry Chloe. We're going to have half a dozen kids. We're going to buy a house on Dad's street, renovate it together, play catch with the kids in the front yard and go to Brody's every Friday night. Eli can tape the whole thing. And I'm like, first, that's a lot of tape. And secondly, maybe does Chloe want that? Therapy. Because hopefully that's what Chloe wants. Get a little bit of therapy. Have you discussed those parts of the Chloe? <laughs> Just a little baby butt. And bits third, of therapy. I don't think you believe that yourself. No, no. And Scott tries to storm off in anger, but instead he just passes out. Yeah. I'm going to pass out in anger. <laughs> That's my new I'm going move. to passively aggressively pass yeah. out. <laughs> going to pass out aggressively. Yeah. Uh, back with Eli having a moment with Scott on the planet. He tells Scott that no one is giving up on him. Mm, except sort of like. <laughs> except yes. And you should see Greer's face. He's taking no prisoners. And yeah. we can watch him and look, Greer's Greer never met this. He's having fun right now. Yeah, this is kind of not for Scott at all. No. <laughs> He's holding the line, throwing his flamethrower around and, and sharing that joy with his other Yeah, mind. yeah. Uh, TJ's like, get moving, Eli. And he gets a little snappy back. They just wanted a minute. Um, but she's actually yelling because Chloe's gone. Yeah. I don't she know shows what up a happened. second later. Yeah. Holds up her hand. Big old blue mushroom bite on her hand. Now she has to stay. Ha ha ha. No one was going to let her. And now they have they have no choice but to let her stay. And everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Seriously, Chloe. I can see why they're pissed, <laughs> but I I can see why she did it. I I maybe I should talk about this on the third because I would absolutely be like, I'm doing this. And Eli is thrown. Like you can't come back to the ship now, and you can see how much this hurts Eli. The fact that she would rather die with Scott than to live with Eli. And yeah, even if that's dude. not yeah. healthy, that's what he's thinking. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I get that this is not the healthiest thought, but I'm Everybody not Everybody gonna... <laughs> needs the therapist. Bring the therapist on. <laughs> Please Freaky Friday a therapist in. Jesus Christ, all of you, except Park. Park's great. You're doing amazing. <laughs> Park sweetie. is coping the best of anyone on this show. Yeah. So Maybe Rush, Brody. Brody's fine, too. Brody. Well, Brody has found outlets. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. Rush, as the pragmaticity is, is like, well, she made her choice. Let her deal with yeah, her own consequences. Yeah, yeah. That's where I am. Yeah. I have other shit to worry about. You made your own choices. I'm not worrying about you anymore. Yeah. Whew. And TJ's like, I'm not even talking to you anymore, you idiot. Yeah. I don't have the time to be mad at you. Yeah. And I get the fact that Chloe's being left in the planet is what saves him in the end, but I'm still on team. That was dumb. It was dumb. It was a choice, though. It was, a, it choice. was a radical choice, and there were no other choices on the table, so it's that or no choice. And yeah. I guess she did the whole, um, I'm going to ask forgiveness, then permission. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, that was the only thing that Chloe could do. Chloe had no other options other than to just I don't know. be a... 
Yeah. I feel like I would have at least gone to someone and be like, hey, just to let you know, I am pretty sure it touched me and clearly it did not affect me. So clearly that means something. I think, yeah, you could do that or you could just do it. Yeah. I, I, I see why she did it, how she did it. If anything else, I'd be like, Rush, you know that I'm fine. Exactly. That's who I'd talk to. And I'm not saying, I don't, it would either be TJ or Rush. Yeah. Um, but I would have been to someone. Yeah. Before he leaves through the gate, Eli does give her one last glare and Chloe can't even hold his eyes. Yeah. Um, and there is a great transition from TJ checking Scott's pupils here to TJ checking Scott's pupils and Cloverdale in the touch yeah. shop. TJ the paramedic. The confusion of why did they call 911? Well, you were on the floor. Yeah. Well, why? Well, you were hit by a car yesterday. And then you drank a shit ton. And then uh, before TJ can react to that, Scott's like, no, we're fine. It was a hangover. I'm low on electrolytes. No. You you now passed out, what's the count? Three times? Three times. In 24 hours? Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) He definitely doesn't want to go to the hospital. He's going to be there to get married tonight, even if he has to be propped up by the stick. Yeah. And she's like, Maybe have some soup or something. Maybe first. that's not how you should get married. Yikes. So they have to redial the gate again back to Destiny, and Greer notices the tentacles don't like the kaboosh. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to save that for future, and also I'm going to roll intimidation against the mm-hmm. tentacles. Yep. We watch as everyone else finally heads through the gate, including uh, Rush and Eli. Rush doesn't quite make it. Um, Eli side-eyes Chloe one more time. And before he goes, Rush is really hoping Chloe didn't do this just to keep a dying boy company. Mm. Partially, yes. But partially because she knows the organism touched her and nothing happened. And she should be infected, but she wasn't. And... So she wanted to test to see if she was immune. And by now, Scott was screaming in pain and she feels nothing. And that's enough for Rush to go, hey, TJ. Yeah. So she did a stupid thing. But here's an interesting outcome. She did it for a good reason? At the wedding, which looks like it's like in an Elks Lodge or an Eagles place. At the little sad wedding from the 1960s. I am someone who's never going to wedding shame someone. No. This may be exactly what she wanted. Sure. It is a little wedding and it is out of the 1960s. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm much more side-eyeing how these two people are not both committed in the same way to this wedding. No. No. This is definitely one of those Chloe wanted to have a wedding. Uh Uh-huh. And the groom was optional. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Young is out there greeting everyone as they show up, including Telford. Okay, but can I judge the cake? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. There's yeah. details in here that are definitely judge worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Eli is there filming everyone. Uh, the whole town is here. Uh, Eli eventually moves into the kitchen, getting B-roll annoying Greer. And Scott is sitting there drinking soup looking like death warmed over and not excited duplo block cake (laughs) it doesn't need yeah like it's i know it's probably not real but it definitely doesn't look real no and somehow eli needs to be reminded not to miss the shot of chloe coming in Mm -hmm. uh even greer is worried about scott at this point as young comes in and he admits and, and scott admits he's not ready for this and and Young's like, ha 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 ha. What do you, what do you mean? No, you're fine. 
Everything's good. You're Get fine. in there. And Scott's like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, what if it doesn't work out? What if it's all wrong? What if I hurt her? We're so different. And and Grizz Young is like, hey, hey, everyone else in this room, we're going to need a second. Everybody get the fuck out. Yeah. And when they're alone, there's a heart to heart. There's a fucking creep factor is what it is. Father and son. This is like that moment when Gandalf wants the ring. Is it Gandalf? Yeah. Right. Well, which part? Where like the creepy part where he tries to take the ring back. And he's like, who? No, maybe you mean Bilbo. Yes. Yeah, Bilbo. I was like, said the wrong name. It's fine. Yeah, they're very similar. Bilbo and and Gandalf. Oh God, what's happening? Yeah. And Young's like, what do you want from me? And Scott's like, can you? Can someone? Can you just tell me what the right thing to do? Like, what am I supposed to do right now? And and Young's like, you think I know? And he goes, you should just wake up. Just wake up. What do you want from me? Yeah. Just wake up and do it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's fine. That's not scary it's at all. Fine. So they're holding the tentacles back by fire, and TJ is testing Chloe's blood, which is still red, still normal, not blue, not infected. Mm-hmm. And Chloe's like, I mean, it looks normal. I know it's not normal because weird alien creatures change me, and the chair did jack shit. By the way, fun fact chair did nothing. Yeah, while we're here, while we're being honest, <laughs> Rush is like, hey, Ignore that part and let's focus on the part. Yeah, there's no time to think about that. I'll (laughs) fucking jump off that bridge later. Whatever they did to her means that she's immune from the tentacles Mm -hmm. and her hands already healing. Yeah. So what about a blood transfusion? Oh, great. It would save his life and also pass on whatever is in Chloe's blood from the aliens to Scott. Speaking of things that are going to try to get from one place to another, whatever way they want to. And the question is, is would Scott make that bargain? Or death. Yes. So he can always wake up and say, I choose or death. Yes. Um, They don't say, but they also don't ask Young because he would say no. So yeah. ask forgiveness and not permission. Mm-hmm. And we listen to the start of the ceremony. Dearly beloved and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, the traditional vows. And we see the visuals of TJ setting up the transfusion, Chloe lying beside Scott at the base of the ramp. Ah, uh, yes. Creepy montage time. And we get the visuals of the ceremony starting and the guy standing up front and Chloe walking down the aisle. And even in this reality, Chloe's dad is gone. Yeah. Mainly because they kind of get Shooter McGavin here for the day. Fair. So it's Eli walking her down the aisle, which makes it very hard for him to get the shot of her working walking into the church, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Scott does not have the face of a guy who is happy and excited no. to see the love of his life walked down the God. Sad times. Uh, and we continue to overlap, flip back and forth between them getting married and them exchanging blood. Also, Chloe has the thing that happens sometimes when a, a woman on her wedding day looks unrecognizable and you're like, who is, why is this the way you decided to look today? You don't even look like this. Mm-mm. Okay. He married someone else in photos. Yeah. At some point, Gru takes the other Marines to go because they're running out of fuel, leaving just him in the front. Mm-hmm. And Destiny, they watch as the countdown ticks down low. It's all very tense. That's a pretty cool sequence to watch how they intercut everything between yeah. reality and the dream. Yeah, yeah. The montage is pretty interesting. 
Although, but it's just scary and creepy. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely creepy. Mm-hmm. And then Russia's VO is like, if any person shows just cause as to not be joined, let them speak all of them, for all, all of the the, every cause. And we just get a shot of Eli. <laughs> Keeping his, yeah, fucking face shut. Just broken. Yeah. She's... He has a lot of strong feels and he is trying to keep them contained. Yikes. You were lucky he didn't grab Chloe and drag her through the gate yeah. to save her. To quote unquote save her. Yep. You know? Yep. On the planet, there's only five of them left. Greer's running out of fuel because they don't want to burn. Yeah. <laughs> and their time is limited. And Scott's pulse is getting stronger and stronger and he mm-hmm. just needs more time. But Greer has no time to give them. Between the lack of burning, the time until ship jumps... And the tentacles start popping up through the ground around them. Everybody's going to get the fuck out of here. And Chloe knows this is working. They just need more time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Greer was the only one who noticed that the tentacles recoil from the kawoosh. So they're just going to start dialing over and over there again, you go. which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. There's only so much space to crouch down in the ramp. So Rush and TJ head back through the gate. Greer's going to stay here with them. Yep. It's all very intense. Well, like, he is the best man. He is the best man. Mm-hmm. We get this overlay of the wedding ceremony and Rush... Asking Scott if he takes Chloe and going through the full vows while the tentacles are popping out of the ground around them. Yeah. And they're all ducking below the kush as Gru dials over and over again to either kill them or scare them off. Something will happen. Yeah. I like the one that he takes out, like basically beheads yes. one right in front of them. Yep. In the wedding, Scott is looking happier and happier as the vows continue. Huh? But at the end, when Chloe turns to him, Yay. the whole side of her face is an alien. Dun, 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 dun. That's fine. That's normal. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Um, and that's when his eyes snap open on the planet. Immediately sits up, confused as fuck, as Greer shoves him back down so he's not disintegrated by the kawoosh. And as he does, his arm hits the side of the ramp and the blue shatters away. Yeah. He's fine, but super confused. That has to be really satisfying as an actor wearing that. I know. To be like, okay, now you get to flake it off and be like, yes. yes. It's like ripping a scab. Um, We'll sort it out later, but for now, the three of them scramble through the gate and mm-hmm. they help Scott through just in time. And Young is happy to see Scott alive, of course. Yeah. But he knows what they did to save him. So all three, um, along with the others who were on the planet, I'm guessing, are going to go through decontamination. And then Scott and Chloe will be in quarantine indefinitely Mm -hmm. until Young decides what to do with them. And Scott's like, I'm very confused. And Young's like, oh, I'm going to let Chloe explain what happens. I'm going to stay out of this one. And we're left with just this shot of Chloe taking his hand. And he gives her this really confused look and Chloe's like realizing what the fuck she just did. Yep. She's like, well, we're here now. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the one explaining that to Scott. <laughs> you know what? You start by, I saved your life. Yep. Do you want more or can we leave it at that? He's going to want more. Yeah. But you start there. Next up, mm. trial and error. Yay. I'm sure we'll never talk about what just happened <laughs> ever again. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. She was perfectly fine with whatever that was in her bloodstream. And I'm sure none of it got to Scott's. Here's what I wonder. Here's my question, which I'm sure will be answered. Does the... Alien infusion. Yep. 
act differently depending on the person. It's kind of like the, like, is it the lantern rings? Where, like, not every lantern is the same lantern. Yeah. So, Chloe got this healing power thing, which Mm -hmm. I feel like that part's pretty universal. But she also got this brain. Yeah. And she was kind of always a little bit of, like, a brain person versus anything else. Yeah. So, is Scott, I don't see Scott getting, like, meth brain. I I don't see him getting secret alien math. But I can see him getting, like, secret alien, like, monk powers. Like, super fighty man. We will find out. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Until then, email us at there's no place like terror at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like terror. We kind of forget about the rest of it. Oh, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.